Pandemonium Reigns Podcast. Friends and family, what is up? Happy Friday. Happy almost weekend. Uh, if you're off today, I'm jealous of you because I'm about to, to get to it myself. But not until we talk about the Tennessee Vols looking to rebound, hosting the UTSA Roadrunners. Tennessee being 21 and a half point favorites in Neyland Stadium. Uh, Vegas has got your over under at 59 and a half points. And again, Tennessee looking to rebound. When I looked into this game, just started gathering my thoughts for it. Pull up the ESPN, whatever, for the game. And it starts off with Hypel on self-inflicted wounds. Tennessee's lessons video linked in, in inside the game there. If you're looking at the preview of it, you're looking to, to get your thoughts for it. And I would just say to my friends and my family that they're lucky that I did not have any self-inflicted wounds this week. It's been hard losing to Florida again. 20 straight years of swamp losses. Don't actually know when Tennessee will be back in the swamp with the changes coming to the conference. We'll see. But it's going to be 20-plus years before Tennessee wins in the swamp. Luckily, Tennessee should get Florida at home in Neyland Stadium again next year, and we'll just see what they can do uh, You know, when that time comes around. Until then, Tennessee looks again to rebound to get that third win against UTSA, who like Tulane... I'm trying to think of others. Tulane is a great example of, of the level of program this is. This is not Austin P. This is not UTC if you're in my area. This is not Mercer and some of the teams that you'll see where you say UTSA, what does that stand for? Well, it stands for Texas San Antonio, and they're a pretty good program. They have won their division. They've won their conference. They have a seventh-year quarterback, Frank Harris, who is electric. He can absolutely make plays – Unfortunately for UTSA, there's a question of if he plays. Uh, now, they did lose to Houston with him on the field, which is, again, a game that they've lost on route to winning their conference and their division and doing the things. Ten, ten win top seasons is what they've been known for. Uh, it's a good program. Jeff Trailer, head coach, he's a, he's, a, he's a bright guy. And, and, again, not a shabby program whatsoever. Absolutely not not an ounce of it in their program. So, this, this UTSA get Frank Harris back. That's that's a bigger question for me than does Tennessee get Cooper Mays back is, is where that stands for me. Um, I think the game, the spread, is as simple as does Cooper Mays play. If, if Cooper plays, I think Tennessee covers 21 and a half, and I think we start to see things shape up more like they were on the first drive for Tennessee in the Swamp, uh, like they did in 2022 like they looked in 2021 when the line wasn't as good as it was in 2022 offensively, but Tennessee can still move the ball and score points and, and be electric. I think Cooper is that important. I'll say this, though. If Cooper comes back, and whether that's Saturday or not, uh, if, if he waits for the South Carolina game or if he's not even cleared by then, we'll see. But if, if he comes back in the next couple of weeks or whenever he makes his way back onto the field, and Tennessee still looks like a clunky mess. They can't block anybody. They can't run the ball against an SEC defensive line, even when they have the numbers advantage. That's when I'll stop giving the benefit of the doubt on things like this on a 21-and-a-half-point spread against UTSA at home. Uh, you know, Tennessee's going to be a favorite hosting South Carolina next week, and I'll feel much the same way. We're not going to talk about it today, but I'll feel much the same way if Cooper plays. I'll probably feel good, at least about Tennessee's offense. I think the defense will we'll obviously see about. But again, when he comes back, 
if he comes back and Tennessee still looks like a clunky mess that can't block anybody, that can't protect Joe, that that is moving at a pace that is like an antiquated, archaic offense compared to where Tennessee's been with the tempo, then I'm going to stop giving the benefit of the doubt on those things. Um, I had a thought this week at some point, earlier today, I don't know. Um, you know, Tennessee's been so bad. They've been through coach after coach. I, I hope that that Tennessee, that last year was not a flash in the pan in, in terms of Tennessee winning, striking while the arm was hot. Um, I hope that we're just refilling the cupboard now. I just have concerns of the offensive line cupboard, for, for example, is going to need a lot of pieces. Uh, it's, it's, it's an older unit this year that's not doing much, uh, not doing anything like they did last year. You brought in a really a guy that a lot of people wanted in Campbell. The interesting thing for me is that in years past, it's been Cade Mays at right tackle. It's been Darnell Wright at right tackle. Well, you move Campbell to left tackle, and maybe that suits him so much more so than right tackle. Maybe he's not for whatever reason. Maybe that's his thing. And and we've seen Gerald Mincy win, win uh, not suspended, and we've seen Jeremiah Crawford be at right tackle unlike previous years, again, when you had probably your best offensive lineman at right tackle. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case this year, and that's a bit of a question for me because I've had ultimate ultimate trust in Ellerby and what we've seen uh, him and his unit allow the offense to do, especially in 2022. Um, but again, I'm going to hold out hope. That was a very long, long way of saying when Cooper comes back, the benefit of the doubt for me returns in this offense. We'll just have to see. Uh, and, and the reason for me was that Joe was airing it out accurately. The, the offense was moving when Cooper, when Darnell, who will not be back, were in the games late last season or in the garbage time when Joe would come in and Tennessee's up 62-20 to 20 or what have you. You know, the offense was moving. He was airing it out. He was more accurate. He was, he was a totally different quarterback than we've seen in 2021 and he's not been that bad, but in 2023, uh, you know, things were different. So benefit of the doubt for me, when, when Cooper Mays returns, I think Tennessee could obviously win this game. They could certainly, I think that the last two weeks have proven they can lose to anyone. I don't think they were that, that close or that much in jeopardy of losing to Austin P. but you don't want to mess around with situations like that. So certainly against a team that could have Frank Harris at quarterback, who is electric, um, he, he's a lot of fun. I kind of hope we get to watch him and Tennessee's defense take steps in the right direction. I think that would be the most beneficial uh, outcome for a game like this. I, I worry a little bit. I, obviously, I trust Ball Nation and, and our fan base, but I worry a little bit about that crowd tomorrow uh, or Saturday, excuse me. I worry about that crowd if Tennessee just piddles around offensively, if it's three and out. Or if perhaps there's you know a couple sacks or Joe's hit and it's picked off, you name it. I worry about that crowd. I worry about the attendance. I worry about the boo birds coming back. Things we do not need to see. We've got we've got to be sharper. Obviously on the field, we've got to be smarter off the field. We've got to support the guys. I know it's tough when we were record setting offensively last year when we had Hendon Hooker operating at the highest level we've seen from a Tennessee quarterback in, in years and years. But we've got to support the guys. We've got to do our part in recruiting, if you will, um, even when the boos are deserving. And trust me, it's hard for me not to, to be right there in, in echoing those boos at, at times as well. 
Okay, a lot of talk about the game. I'm going to I'm going to say that Tennessee does cover 21 and a half points because frankly they're due. Again, benefit of the doubt, especially especially if Cooper Mays returns. We heard and heard that he was so close to returning last week, so surely he will this week, right? Uh, I sure hope that the the officiating crew from the Austin P game and from the Florida games are not there. I don't ever want to see those guys ever again. They they both sucked. Both crews, they sucked. Not the reason that Tennessee lost in the swamp. Just would not allow any form of a comeback with all of the momentum-killing penalties and kicking of the balls and things like that. Uh, you know, how fitting that a ball was kicked when Tennessee went down to the swamp and, and took that type of kick to the gut in that region. Going to take Tennessee to cover. Um, they're going to cover the spread. They're going to break out. Hopefully we get Cooper back and healthy in this game. Joe, get some rhythm going because we're going to need it against South Carolina. And again, benefit of the doubt because the staff has exceeded expectations in many more situations than they've, than they've underperformed. That's what I'm going with. Praying like heck that we see it, that the ship gets righted and headed in the correct direction. Because guess what? Things are still open. There are doors still open this season. That's what happens when Alabama and Clemson lose games early in the season. I'm not at all projecting Tennessee to the playoff or anything like that, but I'm saying that nothing's over in September until uh, the fat lady has sung. So that's that's where we're at. Teams look beatable. you got to get the ship right if you want to go beat them. Obviously, that was not the case in Gainesville, um, but you have to take those steps to build on the season to continue to impress recruits. These are just the things that you have to do. So 100% I'm rooting for that. Not out on anyone. Um, benefit of the doubt, still in place. Tennessee covers. Tennessee obviously wins. Things look a whole lot better. And you hear a different tune from Ball Nation next week heading into South Carolina and what would be, hopefully, a much-deserved payback. Until then, thank you so much, guys, for, for tuning in for sharing this video, for liking and, and, and subscribing. We appreciate it so much. We love to do this even, even when it's more therapeutic like it's been following the Florida game and less fun perhaps than you know winning 10 games for the first time in a long time and, and doing some of those other things. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love you guys. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. And we'll talk to you in recap of week four action very soon. God bless. GBO. Thank you.